probably be like tighter and um, and like we'll probably know what we're gonna talk about faster since we've already talked about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay, so yeah, now we'll uh we'll talk about the two movies we watched and then at the end we'll do a little recap and preview. A little teaser for the, the film festival again. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, let's do that. Perfect. Well, yeah, what uh, what movie do you want to talk about first? Okay. Um, I guess you can go first. Okay, I mean, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll just introduce this, uh, this then. So um, for the past week, since we did our last podcast, or two weeks, however long it's been, um, Luke and I decided to each watch one of our top ten movies that the other hasn't seen. Yep. So, it had to be done. Uh, it had to be done. Yeah, these, I mean... I'm pretty sure the movies on your list I added all to my watch list now, so yeah, I'm hoping to watch them all anyway. But um, look, the one that I chose slash Luke chose for me to watch from his list was Dazed and Confused, and I, I honestly I thought it was horrible. Oh, for real? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, to- I'm totally kidding. Oh, yeah. okay. No, I just wanted to. I just wanted to see your reaction by me telling you that a movie in your top 10 was horrible yeah no that would have been a really rough thing to really a hard opinion to talk about yeah no i mean that would have been good if we argued about it but i i loved it yeah (laughs) yeah no No, yeah i would have thought you were a total uh idiot (laughs) (laughs) that would have made a fun podcast too though so (laughs) john and luke argue (laughs) immaturely about movies (laughs) (laughs) yeah Okay. So How do you not like this? <laughs> How come you don't have the same opinion as me? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, so I made some notes about it while I was watching it because um, I I knew a decent amount about it going into it. Yeah. It's just very, from what I've seen. It's a cult hit. It's a cult hit very yeah. much so. There's a big following. Yeah. So you always, I feel like anyone who's who has a TV has seen some sort of clip or shot of Matthew McConaughey from Daisy yeah. Confused um, mm-hmm. or him going, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Because um, I yeah, guess they, I, they, I didn't they know spoof this. it a lot. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Um, but yeah, it was, I thought it was great because I'll, I'll like preface my thoughts with this. I don't love all like high school movies from like the 80s and 90s a lot of them i don't like i don't know i don't they don't really resonate with me too much because i think they're like really dramatic and i mean i don't think for me high school wasn't super dramatic um i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i i i get why the breakfast club is um like really well praised and everything and i i really liked it but it it wasn't one that was like i can see what you're saying i love the breakfast club but yeah, as a portrayal of high school, um, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it, it's not how high school was for me. I think it's more on a, it's probably on a big scale, like how the world sees high school, and that's why it's so definitely big. Yeah, because there's all the stereotypical characters and stuff. But yeah, yeah, and and Days and Confuses the opposite of dramatic. If that's what you're going for here, exactly, you're you don't like dramatic high school movies yeah yeah so like usually if i if it's about 
if it's about high school or like a coming of age story and it's not a comedy, I don't fully, because of course, like if it's, you know, Days and Confused or something, it's funny. So either way, it, you know, it makes me laugh. And there are other things that I'll talk about that I enjoy too. But um, The Breakfast Club, I'm not going to talk too much about that, but that's one that I really liked when I saw it. But it wasn't one that I need to like go back to so much just because I didn't like relate to it as much because I didn't I didn't see myself really as any of those, you know, any of those students. Um, But I again, I get yeah, I, of course, get what they're going for. And um, Dazed and Confused resonated with me more just because it was yeah, it didn't take itself too seriously. And it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you didn't like. Cause I didn't like uh, party or anything in high school, but mm-hmm. just the general um, energy of the movie you can kind of get because everyone was trying to do that type of thing in high school, which is kind of like cut loose when you're mm-hmm. not at high school. Um, like I think our friend group did it mainly by playing basketball. Yeah, like Constantly. over and over. Yeah, instead, <laughs> you know, instead of drinking and meeting girls and, <laughs> and stuff like that but that's yeah that's what it is it, it, yeah and it's like uh I, it, like i've seen it so many times now and mm-hmm. um just it doesn't get that same message doesn't get old for me you just kind of discover new things about it you know like yeah. it's yeah. it's almost like a smarter a much smarter film than it is on the surface rather than this like because you could almost see it as like a a stoner hangout type movie yeah. where you know you're just watching a bunch of guys speak nonsense throughout. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. And it's like uh, there's always that stoner kid in high school who seems so dumb and just high all the time, right. and then in class he'll yeah. say the smartest things. <laughs> That's almost what Dazed and Confused is. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, like, like there's a, there's a scene, like there's that scene at the end that I love. Um, it always, it, uh, when they're all on the football field and that kind mm-hmm. of douchey jock guy is like, he's just like, all I want to say is I wish, I just want to say I had as much fun as I could while I was stuck here, <laughs> and, you know? And, and it's like, it's kind of played up for comedy, but the more I see it, I get kind of like emotional as i watch Mm -hmm. it you know like i don't know those characters become uh kind of heroic um you know and and in in a way yeah yeah no i agree and that's and that is more of like a under the underlying theme there is more serious i think and that's what i think days and confused is more appealing to me um than something more you know dramatic because it doesn't take itself too seriously because ultimately, you know, suburban high school isn't that serious of, yeah. you know, it's not like a, some war movie or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, and the, the problem, yeah, the problems are very small. It's like, mm-hmm. where are we going to have fun tonight? Yeah, is, exactly. Is from the very beginning of it. And so, like, you could also say, like, the way the style of the movie has no, like, plot but and it doesn't really but Mm -hmm. that like there's arcs such as that like where are we gonna party tonight you know like yeah um how are we gonna get ben affleck back for you know for uh (laughs) hazing us and um 
the uh, I should know this character's name now, but the main the quarterback. Oh yeah, uh, guy. Uh, he's he, he, there's like a deadline for him to sign. Is the, that pink? I don't know if it's. Uh, there, but there's a Mitch? deadline for him to maybe. So he, he yeah, looks like a Mitch. Trying to think of the names. <laughs> yeah, there's so yeah there's so I never really remember the characters' names. There's I mostly so many. Just like yeah but but i still like i've seen the movie like 10 times and you develop like every and one of the reasons why i keep watching is because you just you revisit the characters and you feel like you have this bond with them yeah you know like you don't even need to know their name you know their mannerisms you know their what they say and um yeah that's kind of why i've watched it like 10 times yeah that and there's so many characters so there's something yeah it shows all so unique yeah it shows all sides of of it pretty much yeah they feel they feel so real like the way they're written yeah it's not like the you know the quarterback he's like he's not this big jock who's shoving nerds into lockers or anything like that too yeah his end scene i I just love yeah he's helping the kid and he, he doesn't even like being in uh being a varsity athlete in this movie is seen Mm -hmm. as a like a like a chore and like an inconvenience and that in a way that they're being controlled you know like even though it's normally seen as they get all this glory but they're like they're thinking that it's kind of the school controlling them more it's like why he doesn't want to sign the letter throughout yeah definitely why he ultimately ultimately doesn't decide to sign he says in that last line he's like i may play ball but I'll never sign that. <laughs> and he's like, gotta go, gotta go get Aerosmith tickets. <laughs> yeah, Aerosmith top, tickets. Top, top right. priority of the summer, and you're just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's which brings me to another one of my notes is that I love the music. Yeah, that was it's, a, I, it's like a character in the. Yeah, definitely, and that's so I'm a sucker for anything where they change it's like a, a scene change and right. they just start with a, a song that has a great yeah. intro like free ride um yes edgar winter yeah when that starts i was just like i was just bopping my head like yeah, yeah. That, i'm a sucker for any of those transitions like that yeah it's um, just one of those endless soundtracks where they have a new song for every single location change yeah yeah exactly yeah i love that too i just kept the pacing was so great, and yeah, I, I was in it the whole time. Whatever character storyline was going on, um, yeah, yeah, and I really loved it. It wasn't stereotypical either. And um, my other notes are about the cast too that I had no idea. Like I had no idea Ben Affleck was in Dazed and Confused. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like my favorite role of his too, actually. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I he thought was... he was great in the film yeah he was a great wasn't he he dropped out was that his character and he still uh, came back to yeah like i think he was was repeating senior year that's it again so he was um he was bullying kids two years in a row (laughs) so yeah so i like how it showed the bully like that way because there's always like a bully in these high school movies but it showed him he's kind of pathetic and yeah um, he's not he's not respected because wanting to yeah. haze someone is mostly supposed in this world it's supposed to be one year of your life that you get to do it and he's such a dumbass that he not only he flunked out but he's like 
totally ready to do it again. Yeah. So it just means he's actually an act- he's actually a dick. <laughs> yeah. Is what it means. He's not following social uh, social structures. He's just he's the one being a dick. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was so easy to just hate his character, in in the yeah. best way. Yeah. yeah. And then there's also Adam Goldberg. Uh, yeah. He's I had like no the, idea. They're like yeah. He's with the intellectual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kids who are trying to like do more you know they've mostly like been reading books so you can mm-hmm. tell yeah it's like the neurotic intellectual of the yep. movie yeah yeah and then uh i just i just wrote down like everyone who i was surprised to see in it and mila jovovich who oh she's the she's the one in uh big daddy right and uh, yeah no, no, yeah. no, um, no, not that one. I'm um, thinking of a totally different girl. She's the, she, I forgot to write her name down, but yes, I also saw her and I yeah, knew she like, was so familiar. She's in it a little bit. Um, but Mila Jovovich is in all the Resident Evil movies. Um, oh, okay. I, I haven't seen those. <laughs> to be I've honest. Heard I've heard they're fun. I've, se- I've only seen the first one, but to be honest, I had no idea she was in anything besides those. Okay. Let alone a movie from, you know, 25 years ago. So yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. Parker Posey, um, she was great. Um, I usually think she's pretty great in the small roles that she has. Um, and then I knew he was in it, but McConaughey, I, I thought he was. Yeah, that's that's my favorite. That's my favorite role of his for sure. Yeah, like he disappears into it. Yeah, and I think this was like his first feature film that he was in. Yeah, I think it's one of it's one of the ones where he definitely yeah he got discovered for sure. Yeah. So I definitely see why that is uh, that's in your top ten. Yeah, I loved it a lot. Yeah, cool. Glad. Yeah, you should. Yeah, when you watch it more, you'll you'll like it more. It just it grows on you. There's something about it. Another thing I thought when I was watching it is that I just could tell this was one of those movies that. I don't have cable anymore, but if I had cable and it was just on, yeah, you just I flipped to it. it I would just, yeah. yeah, I would just keep it on whatever part of, doesn't matter if it's, you know, beginning, middle or end, wherever it is, just pop it on and, uh, and watch from there. Yeah. Yeah. Very easy to jump into for sure. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. There was, um, a sequel actually kind of made to it a really? couple years ago called everybody wants some. And it's oh, the, it's basically the college version. I did not know that was the sequel to Days and Confused. That's Linklater too, right? Yeah, I mean it's not like marketed that way because it's you know it's not the same cast or anything. But mm-hmm. you know if you're like a Linklater dazed and confused head, it definitely <laughs> is like because it's the same exact style and everything going on it's the same environment it's just mm-hmm. they're all on they're on the college baseball team now okay gotcha. yeah yeah and i i like it a lot like it's really good nice yeah that's been on my list to watch um i just haven't gotten around to it but yeah i'm now i'm really glad i watched days and confused first though oh um, yeah definitely <laughs> yeah awesome all right cool so we should talk about yours then yeah, so then uh, what movie did you decide to watch? Yeah, I watched uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? By the Coens, those Coens. <laughs> Good old Coens. Got to knock a Cohen off my list. One of the ones that just Joel Cohen directed. 
Oh, um, really? I did not would, know that, actually. Yeah, he, he like, there will be some where it's just him. He's mm-hmm. the he's the scary-looking Cohen <laughs> yeah. for all, everyone out there. Yeah, the <laughs> if you look at his page, one. he's, like, the darker-looking <laughs> Cohen. Yeah. Have you <laughs> but, seen any interviews with them before? Uh, yeah, I watched their No Country for Old Men, inter- like, mm-hmm. Charlie Rose interview. Which is, oh, yeah. which is pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy because it's you know it's like an epic film they just made. I like watching stuff like that. Yeah. But you know they didn't really. You know they. I I know that they don't usually say a lot in yeah. their interviews, and it was no different in this one. Like, yeah, was, exactly. Yeah. Like Josh Brolin, like was talking like mostly for sure. Yeah, he's he's a big talker usually, and uh... yeah, and then. You know, Javier Bardem was playing the villain, so, like, mm-hmm. he's just sitting there not talking <laughs> in the interview. <laughs> yeah, I, the Coen brothers, they, I've seen some interviews with them, and they're so odd, but they just seem, like, they're odd in the way that they just yeah, seem, like, they've normal got that, guys. They've got that hidden genius thing going on exactly. where they're, like, they're not going to yeah. really tell you how they do it, and they can't even really explain how yeah. they do it. Paul Thomas Anderson's like that a lot. Like it's actually really funny, because mm-hmm. um, when you watch a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, it's just like constant, like amazing things flying across your face. And you're just like <laughs> wondering how could he think of any of this. And then in an interview, he's like such a chill guy mm-hmm. and like somewhat of an introvert as oh, well. Oh yeah, and like he does not reveal much about his movies at all and he keeps it very mysterious and so it's it's actually really funny to watch in, in an interview because he makes these crazy movies and yeah the coens are the same way yeah it's definitely like. a, a genius gene when it comes yeah. to different art forms too and yeah for film i would definitely say those three it's yeah it's something i you you can't really define it but they're just so good at what they do. That was clearly yeah. what they if you like watch like a video with uh like Radiohead, they don't know what to say. Yeah, they're so like, weird and awkward, yeah. Yeah, they don't have much to say about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's just like we were talking about last time Radiohead too that it's just something about it you can't really explain or you they're not they're not these big personalities. They're just it's something they're clearly meant they just, to do. They just play. They just play. Yeah. They play well together. Yeah. So what did you think of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I liked it. I see why it's in your top ten. I didn't like everything mm-hmm. about it. It's not like my yeah. favorite Cohen by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, there were so many things. Oh, man, like, uh, yeah, you got the obvious charm of those, the, the trio. Yeah. Clooney um, so Turturro and um, Jim Blake Nelson. Um, and like, you, I, I remember you saying... I've heard this from a couple people that the music is just great, and yeah, it it for sure mm-hmm. was. There's a lot of yeah, it's uh, every movie we watch. Music is such it's you know we talk about it in here. It seems like music is such a big deal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's that's a big reason why it, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, the, it's there's so much like going on in here. Like it's it's like it's like poetic because it's based on a a poem so you know you can Mm -hmm. tell they're going through i don't remember like a lot about the odyssey so i can't really compare what you could compare it as much the themes or anything like that Mm -hmm. but you could tell they're going for that poetic feel and like all these scenes like 
the frog and like the flood <laughs> at the end um yeah. and so it's it's got that and then it's also like this buddy buddy road thing yeah and it's like, like a road trip movie buddy road western john steinbeck thing like yeah. all those characters seem like they're in like the grapes of wrath or of mice and men of like, mice and men. Mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah. <laughs> yeah so i i really like like it was just it's a really ambitious movie mm-hmm. um and and it also is like it's more optimistic and feels like a down-to-earth like tale that you've seen a lot which yeah. you can't say about a lot of cohen's like usually with the cohen's there's there's a they're not usually but there's a lot of really big meat ambitious cohen's that are like super dark like no country for old men which yeah. this is this is not like this is no, not like at all very it's, different yeah yeah which i like i don't i don't mean to talk bad about no country for old men but i think like when whenever the cohen's are brought up there's just some dude who's like <laughs> i love no country for old men you know what i mean and like yeah and i think he just like makes me be like well, it's just pretty good, <laughs> even though it is <laughs> yeah. really good. Um, yeah, but like the the opening scene where the guys um the guys are working on the train, all the yep. yeah, and they're singing and stuff, and then yeah. the reveal of the guys in the cornfield, um, mm-hmm. how they reveal all those characters, like yeah, it just feels like you've seen this movie before. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's just kind of unf- unfolding in front of your eyes. I also thought that like the baptism scene, like was really like how they just appear on a baptism. It's really just like, it's really just like joyfully spiritual and serene. Yeah. And then pretty funny when they go and they actually go and they're like, they forgave my sins. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, nah, we've been yeah. saved. <laughs> yeah. They're such yeah. Steinbeck characters. It's like crazy i just feel like it had to be part of the the vision for it because yeah every time they talk i'm just like these guys are totally <laughs> in a steinbeck movie right now or something like that no, I, anything tim blake nelson says in in the movie i think is hilarious like, yeah was, Turturro's delivery especially yeah. just the way yeah. he just like blurts out words in this loud like <laughs> southern like <laughs> kind of almost like he's playing a mentally challenged guy. I just yeah. could, I was just laughing constantly through it. Yeah, yeah, that was the great, like, I thought the great dynamic between them is that you know, George Clooney is clearly, like, the straight man, um, the only the only smart one. And then Tim Blake Nelson is, is very just, well, I guess I, what I'm thinking of mostly is in the beginning when John Turturro is, like, who decided you were going to be the leader or whatever to George Clooney. And yeah. Then, like they each say that they're going to be the, the leader. Cause John Turturro is like an idiot, but at the same time, he's super confident in himself. Yeah. They're all prideful. And then Tim Blake Nelson just goes, well, I guess I'm going with you guys. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just love the dynamic between the three of them too. Yeah. And then while it's got this like, optimistic sad tone you know it's gonna have i mean this optimistic tone throughout you know it's gonna have sad moments coming up of struggle because mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's kind of got that like search for america going thing going throughout mm-hmm. um yeah it, it's very it's like a loose it's a loose plot um and then you have yeah you have a breaking point with john Turturro that you like know is coming yeah and mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and but uh, yeah, that's like the main like sad moment. But other than that, it is one of the more joyful like Coens I've watched. Yeah, definitely. That's a, I mean, a big reason why I always go back to it is just because it's a feel good adventure adventure movie and it just um i love how they incorporate all the the quirky characters into everything and yeah. it's just I, I love a good journey movie i guess road trip in a sense um where they're just they're kind of they they have a, a destination but that's not really what the story is about like hitchcock always talks about the MacGuffin or whatever so it's like of course they want to go find this um excuse me this like money or or whatever that george clooney's talking about but there's so many other parts of the story that are actually what drive it and just yeah going through everything each scene meeting some crazy new character Um, yeah you got the the john goodman cameo (laughs) put in there and he was playing the cyclops or whatever i guess from the odyssey in a way oh was he that's Mm -hmm. interesting yeah, so I actually read the the Cohen brothers have never read the Odyssey, but they just knew of like the I guess the overall the basic lore of plot. it. Huh. Yeah, and the and the characters and that. Yeah. So they, um, yeah, so they incorporated those characters into people like John Goodman, who um, was the Cyclops, and then um, the Blind Man. Yeah, there's a um, scene where he like hits them all. He beats the shit out of them all with a log yes. and says, "It's all about the money, boys." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Goodman was amazing in this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that kind of ma- that kind of makes sense. And plus, he's also he's so he's kind of like in a way an old Amer- old money type of guy. And then he's mm-hmm. also in the Ku Klux Klan. Seems to kind of yeah. lead it. Yeah. So I guess I could see it as the whatever that character is in the odyssey yeah the cyclops yeah, yeah. the cyclops mm-hmm. character yeah yeah and that was um yeah that was something i didn't know the first time i saw it because i i know we talked about this last time but i first saw it when my parents rented it back after it came out so like when it came out on bhs which would have been like 2001 maybe and I watched it with them, and I had no idea what was going on. I, it was just kind of wacky, and all I knew yeah. was that I I loved the music in it. Right? Yeah, it's a hard um, movie for a kid, a kid to yeah. watch, right? Because you're, when you're a kid, it's it's kind of like a it's it's written a little like a book, and yeah. so as a kid, you're not trying to watch a movie like that. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to watch Ace Ventura for the hundredth time. I didn't want to watch that, but right or or Step Brothers. Yeah, or Step Star Brothers, Wars. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, then I I went back to it when I was a teenager, and then I loved it. And then yeah, I just I watch it all the time. Oh yeah, when um, did you go then. back to it exactly? Like it had to be sometime high school. In, yeah, it had to be sometime in high school. Um, probably when I was a freshman or sophomore. That's when I. My voice keeps cracking here, but uh, that's when I first started getting like, I guess, really into just watching movies more. Mm, um, yeah. And I just remembered when I was little that I liked the music in it, so I decided to watch it again. And then I actually I liked the the full movie, um, you know, let alone the music too. So, um, yeah, it's yeah, definitely it's... one I have a connection with personally in a way. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely like a musical, like, like it's not a musical, but it's got like musical elements. It's one mm-hmm. of those, like, uh, like Inside Lewin Davis, 
Exactly. Like that, you know, it like incorporates it into the mood and theme of the movie. Like New yeah, York, New York, New York is like that. That's why I love the Coens too. They always, a lot of movies they do, they incorporate music and it's always, I've always seen it be like successful or effective, um, however they've done it. And um, I know I actually have, I wrote down some notes too. Um, the film soundtrack surpassed the success of the film ultimately and it sold oh, wow. 5 million copies and it won um album and single of the year at the country music awards and won five grammys and uh was number one on the billboard charts too so yeah okay yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah it was at the time it was um yeah i mean the music of it was even more well known than uh than the movie itself um and then i also have a quote here from john turturro who said it was a hillbilly musical comedy adventure, which that sounds yeah. like a good time to me. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so many good um, musical moments like um, when they're sitting around the campfire and mm-hmm. they have the, the kid with him yep. with them. And then they, they record a song in it too. <laughs> yeah. Man of Constant yeah. Sorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kind of, yeah. Kind of forgot because you go through so much after that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that yeah. was, um, yeah. And then there's like, there's just like girls singing in the creek that one oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> Who were the sirens yeah, from the uh, sea or whatever. Yeah. 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 When Torturo's like watching them, like, <laughs> <he's> like what? <laughs> I, I, I got I laughed pretty hard. And then he, they think he turns into the toad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I love when they, when they finally see him again in the, the movie theater. And yeah. <laughs> And Tim Blake Nelson keeps going, we thought you was a toad. Just over and over <laughs> Yeah, again. I thought they were going to go yeah. all the way with that when I saw it. Like, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't think he was going to come back. And so I was kind of like, man, it's a bit of a, a waste of John Turturro, but okay. Yeah, like right. he's been He's been in like half the movie. Yeah, exactly. You really going to do it that fast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was um, that was definitely one of the one of the standout moments for me. Um yeah, overall, just a a feel good movie that I never it never fails to put me in a good mood when I see it. So oh, nice. Yeah, yeah same with uh, Dazed and Confused. So we both got yeah. the the feel good movies out feel of the good way. Movies. That oh, way yeah. we can get all dark and mysterious. Yeah. Our true selves. We'll Next, come, we'll talk about we'll Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about Schindler's List for the length of Schindler's List. And, yeah, and Requiem for a Dream. And how bad everyone should feel about the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah exactly. It'll oh man, I haven't even yeah, I haven't even watched uh, Requiem for a Dream yet. Oh, I don't recommend it because it it uh, yeah, it pretty much ruined my day. Yeah, that's that that's what I hear. Yeah. Not a not a happy go lucky movie, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh yeah, so those were uh Oh brother <clears throat> Oh my god, oh brother, I'm losing my voice. Oh brother Oh brother, out. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> and dazed and confused. Um yeah, so we'll uh we'll definitely have to talk more about our top ten lists and uh and yeah. I mean I'll I'll obviously be seeing more of uh, your list actually spring breakers is on netflix now so oh, yeah. i added that, so added yeah, that to my a, queue it's one you can watch yeah there we go easily. yeah you'll want to uh 
you'll want to check it out if you want um just to give you there's a big movie coming out by the same director Harm, harmony corinne called uh beach bums that's coming out Ooh. it's my most anticipated movie of the next year and it's all it's got matthew mcconaughey in it playing a eccentric stoner type and so like going it looks like his best role since days of confused and kind of like they're using that that same style like of his character in Days and Confused to go a different direction, a, a totally nice. different direction. But yeah, yeah, I'm just pulling it up now. March 2019. Oh yeah, yeah. Check out oh. the trailer. It's got like, a, it's got Jonah Hill, Zac Efron, Snoop Dogg. I think Martin it, Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, like I really think it's gonna wow. be my favorite of the year of next year, probably. I love the. Uh, I do love the storyline. It says too, a rebellious stoner named Moondog lives life by his own rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty great. Yeah, that's definitely got my attention now. That's awesome. Harmony Corinne. Cool. Yeah. Well, those were um, those were the movies for this week. Yeah. Cool. Uh, also, we uh, we teased a little bit in the beginning the Denver Film Festival. We tried. Uh, we tried. We had some technical <laughs> difficulties. Yeah. With, Luke's audio, damn, but... damn PA over here. <laughs> but we'll still uh, we'll still tease a little bit of it now, since that's going to be um, probably the focus of our next podcast. Um, yeah, the Denver Film Festival is going on this week. Uh, I was able to go to the red carpet um, where they premiered the favorite, Emma, new Emma Stone movie directed by uh, how do you pronounce the name? Yorgos. Oh, Yorgos Lanthimos. Lanthimos, yes. who also directed The Lobster. Um, yeah, and we'll, uh, this week Luke is coming out to Denver and we're going to be going to more movies. Um, Got I guess press more, uh, pass. Yeah, we have our, yeah, we have our press passes. We're so we're rolling gonna... with the big boys. We're <laughs> yeah, be, exactly. We're making some big deals and <laughs> we're, <laughs> talking yeah. game out there. <laughs> we're going to be talking to all the yeah. big names. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm sure, you know, Spielberg will be there, Paul Thomas Anderson and, uh, Yeah. They're all going to be there, and they're all going to be looking for us, waiting for us oh, to interview. Yeah, them. the inter- the exclusive interview. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, so look out for us there if you're if you're going to be in Denver this week. Um, but yeah, we're also we'll also see some um, some special presentations. I know, uh, Luke. Some probably the audio that we don't have is you talking about shoplifters. Yeah, I I wanted to tell everyone about shoplifters, but my audio wasn't working. I I have I actually bought a ticket on Thursday, um, because it's one of the most anticipated indie movies of the year, and I probably won't have another chance to see it in theaters other than this Denver trip. So I had to do it while John mm-hmm. will be seen the front the front runner at the same time so we'll have two different very different movies to talk about that night yeah it should be two really popular movies oh yeah um that we'll get to talk about yeah and the front runner um jason reitman the director will be there um also directed juno mm-hmm. up in the air um uh, some others i can't think of also i his i always forget his dad is ivan reitman who um yeah. you know, directed stripes um Mm -hmm. ghostbusters some great bill murray movies from the 80s um uh yeah so the denver film fest going on this week so our next episode will be about all the films we got to see all the the hoopla going around denver 
for the film festival and uh yeah and who knows maybe we'll get uh we'll get to talk to some of these filmmakers too oh yeah yeah so look out for that um luke do you have anything else to say for the upcoming festival uh not much looking forward to talking about it hopefully we could fit more than you know maybe a couple podcasts in about just because it's an opportunity to and uh, we'll be in the same room so it'll be easier to just get a podcast (laughs) going because we'll just talk to each other (laughs) right there instead of communicating via text always yeah exactly Um, yeah we'll actually be able to talk about our thoughts Uh, yeah looking forward to it happy very happy i'm uh, i'm able to make the trip yeah, this is perfect. Then this is a this is a big step for the podcast. We'll be uh, we'll try to do you know as much as we can, take advantage of our press passes and give some insight to what's going on, and um, maybe see some panels too. And oh yeah, yeah, and like we were talking about um, when the audio wasn't working, um, there are so many. There's over 250 movies and meaning that a lot of them are going to be more independent and smaller. Um, so we're going to be uh, hopefully seeing some movies that you've probably never heard of. Um, right. And probably won't get a chance to see in theaters. Um, just like uh, the ones I've seen screeners of so far, The Invisibles, German film, and then number 37, a South African film. Uh, my first South African film I've ever seen. <laughs> um so yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back with uh, with more on the Denver Film Festival and uh, yeah, going forward, yeah. looking forward to doing more of these as well. Yeah, I, I like coming. I like coming back. It's a good amount of fun, and I always yeah. think of I always think of uh, topics like while for when we're actually doing it, or like if I listen to some of it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just yeah. think of tons of like topics. Yeah, we'll be doing, we'll do a ton of random topics. Um, we'll probably go back to, I, I, really the, the start of the podcast is all about classic movies. Yeah. And we'll still incorporate that, but we also yeah. want to branch out and do so. we'll do some random yeah. topics. We could do like a regular, like a regular episode, which will be like a classic movie talk or like a, yeah. or like a what we've seen lately thing in theaters. And then we could do something like say like a musical week or something where we yeah, exactly. each watch the same musical or like I thought of one where it was like uh John's Paul Thomas Anderson movie of the month week <laughs> where you watch a Paul Thomas Anderson movie we talk about it yeah exactly. slash, yeah, we'll have slash a Johnny Greenwood score Johnny Greenwood score yes I gotta see Johnny Greenwood score I listened to so many of his guitar solos and radiohead songs i've got to listen to his scores because it just baffles me that that weird weird guy that just goes crazy on guitar and radiohead has also written scores for these award-winning films Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah, that's awesome yeah Yeah. i watched like a radiohead have you ever seen the in rainbows in the basement performance on youtube i just watched that a million times yeah a million times yeah yeah i just watched that today actually it's so good. Yeah, oh my yeah. god. It's like it's like the the whole production like the production is all great but like of the video and stuff, but it like mm-hmm. it's almost like it's just you're watching you're like it doesn't do it justice cuz these guys are just jamming so hard and like yeah. playing such amazing music and they're just like in this room with a video crew. 
yeah just tiny like, little room it's also it's also why it's amazing but at the same time you're like man this is like too good for itself right now and it's like open yeah. it's like open to the public like if you normally if you want to watch concerts online or anything like most of the audio is just gone and exactly stuff for yeah. copyright and everything yeah i almost like um in rainbows in the basement better than the actual album I think it sounds mm. so good live. It does. In the it does, and yeah, and just some of watching them play it and just just jamming is just so great. Yeah, I would I would recommend. Um, in college, I used to watch this full thing like once a week. There's, um, hope it's still on YouTube, but Radiohead like 2008 in Saitama, Japan. It's mm. an amazing. It's a really good concert video. That like the sound quality is amazing, and it's it's like a professionally done concert video, so it's okay. not some guy with his iPhone. Right. I honestly um, might, yeah, I might watch that tonight. Yeah, I <laughs> hope it's still on. I'm actually while we're while we're still recording here, I'm gonna just look it up because, um, yeah, I used to watch that all the time, and it's like an hour and a half long. We may need to yeah. incorporate like a Radiohead week somehow and relate it to the theme of the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> like, <That's... laughs> Radiohead's like a classic movie because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and just sound like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> that'll that'll be the the topic. It'll be Radiohead is like classic film because dot dot dot, and then we'll just yeah. whatever we think of, we'll put it there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll we'll have so many different topics. They'll be random and um, yeah. I I really unique. I think of I think of so many like when we do this and then like after i listen and then like i kind of forget about the podcast for a couple days and then like they all fall out so like i should probably like like write them down more so because i i last time when i listened to it i thought of like a million ideas like i was just like every like thread like everything we said i was like oh there's something we could talk about you know yeah exactly yeah we'll start we'll make a list and then yeah we'll just start bumping out all these episodes yeah yeah churn them out exciting stuff coming up yeah good stuff coming up (laughs) (laughs) that's for sure well everyone in denver look out for the denver film festival look for us there yeah and uh and yeah other than that look forward to our next episode on what we've seen at the denver film fest yeah if you're there you can hang out with me at shoplifters and john and john at the other film at the red, he'll be at the red carpet at the very yeah, front. Yeah, on the red carpet. It'll be easy to find. Like, yeah. J.K. Simmons, <laughs> where are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll be hanging out with J.K. Simmons and Jason Reitman. He'll so, be asking the um, head of the press people where J. Jonah Jameson is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll be, be able to find It'll me. be that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for listening. Yeah, everybody. oh, and by the yeah. way, John, congratulations on... Uh, the podcast being able to go to the film festival and cover oh, it you. like that's a that's pretty awesome yeah thank like, you i was uh not to downplay anything but i was surprised at how uh, how easy it was but <laughs> same, and, same same and how much like how much that we get to do nah, yeah it's a gotta take advantage it's a of it step towards more opportunity and better things it's awesome and it's just yeah. like it's just fun it, fun on it on its in itself so pretty pretty awesome that the that the world lets us is letting us do this (laughs) yeah that we get to actually be a part of this it's it just baffles my mind but yeah we're gonna do it 
All right. Yeah, like we might even be treated with some privilege at this. Yeah, well, people will look at us and see our badges and they'll just drop to their knees. Yeah, move out of the way as we walk. Yeah. Hopefully. Just be staring at us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, again, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Tuned. If you haven't seen Days and Confused and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Check them Get out. To that. Let us know your thoughts and let us know if you have any topic ideas that you want us to do. Oh, yeah, because we'll do them. We'll do, we'll do anything. We'll do anything. <laughs> Please. <laughs> no, All right. That's a, that's, a good, that's a good note. That's a good way to end it. Yeah, we'll, 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 end on that. we'll do, do anything. Where he was born in